Hello and welcome back to the FEZ show on this fine Tuesday afternoon in the UK on the 23rd of June. We've got quite a bit to discuss today with the new calendar being released which we'll go through that in a second and the potential new Gen 3 rules which you know has had a bit of backlash so we're going to go through that as well from Lucas Degrassi but joining me to discuss all of this over the next half an hour is Edward Hunter and Jack Pickering. You alright lads? Good afternoon Jack. Yeah um yeah, no, we it it has been a very very busy weekend, and so yeah, I'm I'm excited to get stuck into this. Yeah, yeah, hey guys. Oh, I thought I should introduce myself as well. For oh, go on, on then, Ed. I feel like you should introduce yourself. You just you know, <laughs> no, you on. you cut me off because I always let go Jack on, go first. So that's the thing. Yeah. Anyway, I had a good weekend. I finally watched that and we go green film that you guys were going on about a while back. What and did you was, think? I thought it was okay. Uh, I I thought I wasn't sure quite who it was supposed to be for. Was it supposed to be for racing fans or was it supposed to be for people who are fancy run i wasn't quite sure of that i like pretty much pretty much everything about except when leonardo dicaprio came on or well bizarrely enough when hazel southwell came on to tell me obvious things about racing like hey pole position means you start at the front of the grid yeah i know hazel hazel's yeah, but playing she's me, probably been told she's probably been told to say i know that but i really don't like this it's a bit annoying <laughs> but that's my problem obviously to be fair ed's views are not the views of his employer um, our good friends at Inside Electric, let's not forget. They are good friends at Inside Electric. Um, so, but anyway, enough about that. Um, Jack, over to you really, because, oh my god, you came up with an absolutely amazing idea of designing these tracks for the Berlin Street layout for these new tracks that we're going to have. And it's amazing that the Formula E drivers still don't know um, what they are. So you managed, you, you decided to let the fans have a go. And boy, oh boy. Did we get a response? I think it was over 30 people, maybe even a, a bit more, maybe near 40, 50-odd that, that put in their little responses on Twitter. It was absolutely amazing to see. But, Jack, it was your baby. It was your thing. So I said, Jack, you pick the top three, and we'll, we'll, we'll go through them today. Yeah, well, uh, well, yeah, basically, I, 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 I mean, I, I had this idea when I was in the bath last last week i just thought why not because because they're doing because they're doing three different layouts when we head back to berlin in august so and uh, and the thing is like over the time I've, I've i've designed like a few tracks i mean like when i was younger i used to like draw around bits of paper and like this is my circuit for today mum she, she realized i was autistic early on i thought this would be a fun fun thing and thanks to everyone who um who uh, who got involved on Twitter because um, yeah, as Jack said, we got over thirty responses, and to be honest, the majority of them were really really good. There are quite a few of them that I really wanted to put in the show today, but I only was able to pick three. However, before I go through those three, uh, you will now see on screen instead of my face um, my one. Uh, this is yeah, uh, so this is the one that I designed uh, as well because I thought. Well, it's my competition. I'll have a crack and then disqualify myself. Show off. Um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Jack. So, uh, so yeah, uh, uh, this was my idea of a track. You've got heavy braking zones and uh, uh, you, you've got heavy braking zones. My favourite part about this is uh, is that I was able to do the advertising segments really well. And that is my greatest achievement there. Um, uh, but, um, uh, but now you can see uh, turns five through nine. So got a nice little Magus Beckett section because you'd like because I'd quite like to see uh, Formula E go through a Magus Beckett style section. But no, I was uh, I was uh, 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 I was quite proud of that. You got some good braking zones uh, for some good overtaking around Berlin. So, how long did that take you? How long did you sit on MS Paint doing this? Right. Okay. So the layout the layout took me about 
30 minutes to complete but then to actually do, then to actually do like the whole designing around it making it put uh, put, uh putting the walls through the uh, putting the walls through the corners um uh and uh and, and everything that i mean I, I i'm a little bit of a perfectionist that did take me up into uh, so i started on wednesday i finished on friday and this yeah, is why i'm not going to pass second year at university <laughs> <laughs> but um but um i think we should get on with the top three what's our top three yes uh as i said thank you to everyone who who participated because i wanted to include about 10 uh but obviously we don't have we don't really have enough time for that so i'm just i'm just going to whittle through what i think the top three were so uh so this is third place you can see on your screen now this was done by sam crawford uh so well done sam i i, I did really like this stuff you got a good heavy breaking zone into one then you got the switch back at two and but uh, and uh and, and then you see it turn 13 you've got the old turkey turn eight a bit like Co what we have at kota now um and uh uh, so, uh some nice long corners some good uh some good heavy breaking zones um I think uh, uh, I think going into four and there, uh, go, uh, going in turns four and five, that would have been quite interesting to see how the drivers would have fared through there. But yeah, I did really like how this circuit would uh, would lay out, and I think it would be one of the longer calendars on uh, uh, the longer races on the calendar if I can get the words out correctly. I think Sam though he's got to work on his um, he's got to work on his penmanship you know, compared to yours. Like I'm a little confused you know? about his corner numbers because he's turned turned thirteen into four corners. <laughs> 13 well, A, B, C, and D. Yeah, I suppose. Well, at least he's got his alphabet. Yeah, it's kind of like it's. It, well, uh, well, yeah. If you think back to Turkey when it was on the F1 calendar, the, t um, uh, the turn eight section that was called turn eight, but it was actually turn eight A, B, C, D as well. So, so, so technically, it is. It is still. It is still one corner. And like my homage to Maggots Beckett's, it's 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 another homage to a brilliant F1 corner, but on a Formula E track. And and. Uh, and so yeah, and, and and it's one of these things that I'm sure quite quite a lot of people want to see is these because because we can't go to well we we don't really want to go to to normal circuits to go to a um uh, to go to Berlin and then maybe have uh, ha have these different layouts and and and, and incorporate some of the, like the best corners that there are in the world. I mean, like you can't really do a rouge on a on a um on an airport, but um. Still. But no, I think it was a good good attempt from Sam. Good attempt from Sam. So what did you have for second then? Go on then. Okay, my second place comes from uh, Gonzalo San Juan. Um, top name. Top name. Yeah, fantastic name. Uh, and uh, and yeah, it it wasn't just the circuit I like. I really like the presentation of this as well. I mean, like obviously, as you saw from mine, I I, I spent quite a lot of time on the presentation of that to make it look really nice. But um. But yeah, I think uh, I think uh, I think th I think this that this layout was uh, was uh, was really good. Oh, that that turn uh, that that turn were turning through turn one and breaking into two. I think uh, I uh, I think that would have been very interesting to have a first corner uh, of of a race like that. And and you've got some lovely flowing corners. It's got a bit of similarities to um. It's got some similarities to the other one in terms of that. You know, okay, it's got a little bit of a hairpin that reminds me of indianapolis the old track layer but then it goes back into that long left sort of sweeping very similar to sam's one which is quite similar and then it sort of has a similar end to what we had in season one berlin tempelhof where it sort of does does that little boom 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 section um which i'm sort of referring to at the top before it goes to the pit lane yeah 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought it was a nice one. Nicely kind of a bus, the stop. Kind of a bus yeah. stop, I think, is what you're looking for. Yeah, I think a bus stop, bus stop chicane. Yeah, definitely. But I like the presentation. I like that he's color coded. He's got a key and everything. Grandstands. Like you didn't have grandstands. He's one up on you here, Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> um, so and he's got walls. So man. I had walls. <laughs> I couldn't see. Do you not walls. see the black outlines on mine? I mean, yeah. No, I didn't realize that was walls. I thought I thought that was the end of the track. No key. No key. Uh, I, 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 I should have had a key. No, but, but oh, oh, Gonzalo. Or... Oh, but what could possibly top that, though? What? Well, yeah, that was a good one. F- funny you say that, Ed. Um, that, yes. So we, so, uh, so we now move on to number one. Uh, and my, and uh, uh, my number one for this. Uh, huge congratulations to Skeletricos. I hope I pronounced that right. I'm, de- I definitely didn't, but ah well. Skeletricos. It's like Argentinian version yeah. of Skeletrics. Yeah. Probably. And I'm very sorry for pronouncing your name wrong, but no, I, uh, uh, I did, uh, I did really like this one. It kind of reminded me a bit of uh, Igora Drive uh, in Russia, uh, where we expect F1 might be going to when Sochi ends its deal in a few years' time. Um, but I, I said that under my breath on purpose. Um, but yeah, no, I really like. Uh, I, I really like the wrong, uh, uh, the long run up to the first corner. I reckon, I reckon that the first corner would have been good, but you have that kind of chicane to, uh, uh, to start off the lap. But then also, but, uh, uh, but then also, kind of like the infield bit, kind of, kind of bit that I, uh, I really liked as well. And then, um, uh, and then the small little chicane before you come up to what I presume would be the final corner, because the last corner is a uh, last corner is a bit akin. I did really, I did really like that kind of. Harks back to um, Batsy Park in season one is is uh, is uh, what I thought of there. But no, I think I think this produces quite a lot of good overtaking zones, uh, and tough on energy management. I think it could be very tough on energy management. I, I mean, I, I I do love energy management races, which is why I love Marrakesh. But we'll probably get on to we'll probably get on to a bit of that now. So. Uh, so, uh, so well done to the three winners. Yeah, I'm, I just want to. I just want to add more of you in there, but um, but yeah, no, I, uh, really well done to all of you who competed. Yeah, I just want to extend my thanks. Obviously, it was so great to have so many of you on Twitter, sort of, you know, post different designs. We've got some really funny ones as well, like banana shape people put Portimao and somebody put JFK. Someone put JFK. Okay, that's another airport. Yeah. If I'm completely worried, uh, it, well, if I'm completely honest, I was worried about um, yeah, about an hour and a half in, where 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 the three options that we had thus far was someone had stuck Portimao on uh, on onto it, someone had put uh, Adria, and then someone had done a banana and JFK. So I thought, great, this is this has turned out well, but uh, but um, they're putting a lot of thought into this, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they they did make me chuckle, so well done. They did make us laugh, so no, it was great to have so much fan engagement. So we really thank you for that, and obviously for those who are listening on the Spotify podcast apps, I hope we described the corners enough. But if you want to have another look at it, go onto YouTube, and and they'll be there for you to actually see what the tracks look like. Um, but let's move on then to some form of reaction because oh my god, did we have a bit of a weekend? Which I was expecting at the calendar. I wasn't expecting the calendar to be released as late as it was, but hey ho. Um, but I'm going to run through the calendar now because obviously there are some interesting things. We're starting in 2021, which makes sense. Obviously, with coronavirus, normally we start and have that crossover season. Um, so we'll sort of discuss whether or not 
this is the beginning of the end of a crossover season of 2020 and 2021 and it just become a 20 whether well, it is going to be a 2021 season but will next season for example be a 2021 22 season or will we start in 22 so we'll kick off in santiago on the 16th of january and then mexico on the 13th and then the diria race which would have been in the end of the year uh, is moved to the 26th and 27th of february and that's still a friday the 26th of february is still a friday so we'll talk about the implications from that in a second sanya will come back on the 13th of march rome 10th of april paris on the 24th monaco uh returns and we'll talk about that in a moment on the 8th of may seoul 23rd then we got this tbc one which is basically jakarta um but obviously there are some issues around jakarta so Fingers crossed they get that over the line, and that will be on the 5th of June. Berlin returns on the 19th of June. Uh, wonder what layout they'll pick. Uh, and the 10th will be of July is New York, and then we'll round out the season once again, fingers crossed, in Excel. On the 24th and 25th of July. Ed, what did you make of that calendar? Well, it's certainly a very interesting one. Uh, of course, having Santiago open the season rather than Liria, which means I can finally watch the season open alive in all good conscience but anyway um yeah I, I think that's really cool it's gonna obviously as people have been saying it's gonna be the first FIA world championship the, the first official Formula E championship to have be given official world championship status by the FIA which uh, I was looking at an interview with Elizo Salazar who's heavily involved with um, the Santiago Ypres in Chile and he was saying that basically it's like how everyone remembers obviously there were F Grand Prix races before Silverstone 1950 but everyone remembers that as sort of the beginning of the world championship so I think he's thinking that next year Santiago will be a similar thing in Formula E history which uh, it seems a bit odd given that we've been going for so many years but uh, well since 2014 of course so I get it's significant appeal but I feel like they've lucked into it because uh, if if everything was normal and there was no COVID-19 Jack I have a feeling we'd be starting the season in Diria um and, you know, I get what Salzar said in terms of, you know, it will be because, you know, in the history books, the first FIA event will be at Santiago. So therefore, you know, that could give Santiago some place on the calendar. It could become some historical reference in the future. Um, and they may have lucked into it, but it doesn't matter if you luck into it or don't luck into it. At the end of the day, you are the first race of the official world championship of Formula E. Yeah, and um, uh, and yeah, I do agree. I think had had we not been in the situation that we uh, that uh, that we've been in, uh, we would be starting in Diria in, in November. I I, I don't I don't see any reason why we wouldn't have done. Uh, I, I I do have a few nitpicking issues with the calendar, which I'll probably go into in a bit. But um, uh, but no, Santiago's first race this season. The, uh, the the one crushing thing for me is that it it, it isn't a double header, and for me having a double header to start the season is perfect because um because to start the season uh you uh, uh you have this off season of I think it will end up being about four or five months um and you, and 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 you have the first race back in Santiago and then you have to wait four weeks for the next one. Whereas, whereas the last few, uh, uh, whereas the last few seasons when we have when we have our double headers, it's been yes, Formula E's back. Yes, we get to do it again tomorrow. And so and uh, and so yeah, it is it it uh, it is a little bit sad. Uh, I uh, I do see the reason why that they've moved Diria in uh, later into the season. Uh, 
However, I, uh, however, I'm still a little bit confused about that because I had diarrhea in December last year, so I don't really see the reason why they couldn't have, uh, why they couldn't have not had diarrhea kind of on uh, on that 16th of January date. Um, but um, uh, but yeah, because diarrhea has been moved into that slot, we have lost um, Marrakesh, which is which is a shame because Marrakesh always produces relatively good racing it's always tight on energy which is uh, which is fantastic um uh but yeah um but you know it, it it looks like a good calendar again i'm a little bit confused by the positioning of that second asian leg and i'm not sure why it's not up there with um with uh, uh with sanya because surely that would make sense but i'm sure that's something that, uh, that you're going to come on to yeah, we can talk about that now because I remember Tobias from E4MD brought the same thing um, when chatting to him. He's like, you know, Formula E decided that, you know, they wanted to be so green and, and have a calendar that was easy to fly to and so forth. And, you know, when New York joined the calendar because they wanted it towards the end of the season, it sort of made that little boom boom. But, you know, generally it sort of went around the globe quite well, Jack. And, um you know, they, they haven't done that, and it was a question this season, obviously go putting, we all asked, why on earth have you put Sol and Jakarta bang in the middle of the European season? And they haven't they haven't picked up on that, and um, it's odd that they're continuing with that stance. Yeah, so with Jakarta, that, that's that's one that I'm a little that, that's one that I'm a little bit confused about. Admittedly, it doesn't say it doesn't say Jakarta on the list. We 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 don't have official confirmation that it's Jakarta, but we, we we're all kind of expecting it. Um, the uh, the things with Jakarta, it's it's in Indonesia, which is near Malaysia. Uh, Malaysia in Putrajaya, even in even in November, used to be the hottest race of the season. And so what I don't get is, uh, I mean, at Jakarta, we could probably go to Jakarta in February and it would be fine. So why, so it, so for me, that's more of a question of why they, uh, why have they done that? And, 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 and the things you can have, you, you can keep Sanya on, you can keep Sanya on that date um, and, and then have uh, Jakarta after it and then head to, um, uh, and then head to, um, Seoul and then have Italy towards the end of April and then put um uh, and then put Paris in that slot after Monaco uh, it's it's it I mean it's 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 not really rocket science to do but um but yeah no I think uh, I think they did have uh, they also had enough space for, for Marrakesh I think which is why I'm a little bit more disappointed that it's off the calendar but um but no, I don't. Uh, I I just don't see the reasoning why they've why what why they. Yeah, for for me, I think you have to remember now. Formula E at the beginning, they could have they had plenty of time to sort of organise a calendar to be as eco-friendly as possible, Ed. But I suppose it depends on the cities now because the cities will say, okay, I don't know who's deciding when they can have a race. That's you know maybe a question we ask a gag when hopefully we get this interview across the line is you know who's deciding when they have the race are the cities deciding when they have a race or are formula re giving them a slot because if formula re given a slot then it doesn't make sense but if the cities are saying look we want a cold or race around here and then maybe that's where formula re's hands start to get tied yeah because you never know what sort of um, promoter agreements and how much money is tied up where and stuff like that uh, I did a bit of reading up on Jakarta, actually, and I was reading a, the local newspaper they have there called the Jakarta Post, and it was basically 
there were a couple of reasons in there for why um, things weren't going so well in Jakarta for the big, because obviously it was on the calendar last year and due to COVID-19 had to drop off. And um, for this year, it was going to be the TPC date, and I think that's probably not going to happen now because a lot, a lot of the uh, local, uh, the I think it's the local government uh, or, or the legislative body in Jakarta was basically members of it were saying, look, you know, we've been through a flood earlier in the year in January, and now COVID nineteen has hit us pretty badly, and we need instead of spending money on our race fees, let's spend it on. Um, you know, relief efforts basically and it, it makes sense from a sort of humanitarian viewpoint definitely but maybe it's just they want to post but they're not saying let's never hold it they're saying let's postpone it to 2022 basically so that 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 as i understand it maybe the jakarta post is inaccurate just quoting specific people with some agendas but hopefully that gives some sort of insight into what's happening there but yeah yeah i know and that was the whole problem with this rate this year and there were still problems with the flooding and and whether or not it would go on even it didn't sound like the most popular event yeah the mayor was getting no so very very similar to montreal so um when montreal had a race but if if jakarta for whatever reason doesn't go ahead there's a massive chance there's lots of european cities that want to race and you know Going back to June 5th of June with the European, it's just, okay, I'll hop to South Korea for some reason, which could have been after Sanya, and then you could have just had a, a full European block. But at least it's, you know, one sort of big flyaway, then a flyaway to Jakarta. But it, Jakarta is still expected to be on that calendar. And if Jakarta is to fall off, that would be the big news saying, hey, that 5th of race, that 5th of June spot is up for grabs. And if any city feels like they could jump in and potentially grab it, then... Um, good for them. Uh, but Dira, what I want to talk about Dira is still on the Friday. Still on the Friday. So 26, obviously that's their weekend. And Dira has forever, Jack, been talked about being a night race. Now, if Dira does become a night race on the Friday, remember it's three hours, I think it's three hours ahead from the uh, UK time. So the race will kick off at, or start at three o'clock in the afternoon. So 12 o'clock UK time. So if they were to start that at nine o'clock in the evening, yes, that's a bit late. But at least that's a six o'clock start in the United Kingdom on the Friday. People coming home, seven o'clock Central European time. So most people would be home. I'm really sorry, United States of America and other parts of the world that obviously watch this show and watch Formula E. You'll be stuck at work either way because you're either going to work in the morning or you'll be midway through your day. So I feel like a night race is the only way they could really go because if they have it at three o'clock in the afternoon bang where everyone's at work and people going to work and people are still asleep on the other side of the world then you know it's just a really awkward time to have a race yeah and and uh and we kind of saw that last year um i i I don't think it would be that late i think they'd have it a little bit earlier in the evening than that if i'm completely honest but um but yeah, I think I I, I think yeah it, yeah it, it has to be Friday and it has to be Friday and Saturday for Saudi for Saudi Arabia, uh, which is disappointing to the rest of the world who have their weekends on Saturday and Sunday. However, this uh, ha- however Friday and Saturday is how Saudi Arabia works. So, uh, so yeah, and, and 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 unfortunately, the rest of the world has to work around that. I think with a night race, uh, you, uh, you say it's been talked forever. We've only had it on the calendar for two years, so. Well, they've always wanted it. They've always wanted it, though. Ever since they joined, they've always wanted a night race. Yeah, and so I think it could be possible. I don't think that they'd start as late. It was about nine o'clock in the evening, which would convert to 
6 p.m. Uh, oh, hang on. Yeah, it would yes, be 6 yes, p.m. Yes, so, yes, 6 p.m. UK time. I think they'd go a little bit earlier than that. But um, but uh, but even then, I think um, uh, I, I I think having a having a race on a Friday is is, is something that we need to get used to in Formula E because that because because that is the days that they uh, that, that's the days that Saudi Arabia do. But um, uh, but yeah, I think. Uh, I, I think, regardless, it, uh, uh, Diri has produced some cracking races the last couple of years. Not, uh, not, not that Ed would know, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, uh, uh, but yeah, and the track is uh, 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 the track is quite a nice track as well. So yeah, I, uh, regardless of whether it's day or night, I'm sure it will be a spectacle, and I and I'd expect that it will return to its natural place as the season opener for the 2021-22 season. Yeah, all I can say is that if, if Saudi Arabia won a night race, they're going to have to pay even more for it. And it's going to be a great look because Saudi Arabia put, uh, trying to be eco-friendly while having spending all that money and energy on putting lights to, out. Yeah. To, to, be fair, to be fair, Saudi Arabia is probably the best place for a night race because the amount of heat they get and if you were to do it via solar panels, you'd be able to power that race easily, I feel. I think you could easily do it. Um, because it's just so hot there, and it's so hot all the time, that you set up some solar panels weeks in advance, you'd be able to... You'd be able to... I, I believe you'd be able to do it. Just in case they run out on 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 uh, on on lap 27. Ah, oh, oh, we, we've, uh, we've uh, run out of... Uh, we've uh, run out of solar powers. Uh, Dario, get on the bike. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, was there any other things on the calendar you guys wanted to talk about? Um, yeah, Monaco. That's what we're going to talk about next. Um, good old Monaco. Um, got a little exclamation mark next day. Well, not an exclamation mark. Asterisk. Asterisk. Um, oh, no! Yes. <laughs> but is this the first time? Are we going to see a full Monaco layout? Jack, I think that's what people want to see. That's what the drivers want to see. You know, we've got cars that are fast enough now to go round the full layout. It's got to be time to put Monaco on the actual, actual layout. In short, yes. Uh, I can't see a way that they're not going to do it. The only reason that we didn't have it in season five is because the teams vetoed it with a month, month or so left. But um, but no, I think um. I think uh, I think when we head when we head back to Monaco next year, it will be uh, the full layout, which it, uh, which is going to be fantastic. Uh, what I would, uh, one thing that I quite like to see is um, maybe they move the attack zone into the tunnel. I'd I'd, uh, I'd uh, I think that'd be too dangerous. I'd like to see that. I'd, it, it 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 might be too dangerous, but um, but no, I think um, I think regardless, I think Monaco is a spectacle, and it and it'd be great to see the full circuit on Formula e, uh, in Formula E because we've seen the we've seen the should we call it the club circuit, but uh, for for, uh, for the last three times that we've gone there, but um uh, but no, we need to see them climb up the hill, go through Casino Square, and down through Rascas and uh, Lowe's hairpin, and into the tunnel. We need and hopefully hopefully Formula E can show that Monaco can be exciting. Hopefully they can actually pull off some overtakes with some energy management races, especially going down into Nouvelle Chicane and actually make Monaco look like a spectacle, especially with how Formula E Formula is made. Right, so just moving on. Faster than F2. Um, so just a bit of housekeeping news, obviously not to get too much, because um, we obviously talked about it in the last one, but Rene Rast has been confirmed at Audi, so... 
Um, was expected. It'll be interesting to see how he does over these next couple of races. But what I want to move on to, boys, um, is Gen 3. Because the first sort of look, Ed, of Gen 3 has come out. Um, obviously, it's not officially been agreed yet. It was just a report by the race that came out. And Lucas Degrassi has taken to that and said this is not the direction Formula E should be going to. And I read that report from the race and it was very confusing because... You know, I think they even mentioned that the teams haven't agreed to what Formula E was stating and what Formula E wanted to do and, and the cost. So I still think Gen 3 stuff, you know, they've got an idea, but it wasn't, you know, I don't think it's been agreed by the teams yet, according to that report. But let's give you some of the um, stuff that came out of it. So Max Power, so we were talking about this um, a couple of days ago, about 350 kilowatts of Max Power during qualifying to the race will be... 300 kilowatts, so that's a, a huge jump from 250, a whole 100 kilowatt jump in terms of power. Uh, regen capabilities was 600 kilowatts, I'm still trying to work out exactly what that means. But this was the interesting thing that came out for my eyes, was that this fast charging technology, they want this Gen 3 to have this fast charging technology and lead to like a 30 second style pit stop, where they could basically recharge the battery. So we were talking about, you know, batteries even racing for an hour. I was like, what does that mean? Do they want to race for an hour and a half now? Um, so I thought that was very interesting. What did you make of um, the Gen 3 stuff that came out? Yeah, I was, what I found interesting out of the races report is that they suspected that Williams Advanced Engineering would be making the, uh, were the most likely candidates to win the tender to make the Gen 3 battery, which is interesting because McLaren Autom Automotive currently make the Gen 2 batteries. So I discounted Williams Advanced Engineering because uh, that Williams had sold them off, obviously, not too long ago. Uh, but and I was worried about maybe they haven't got the same manufacturing capability. But it sort of makes sense if they're doing this fast charging thing, while the batteries wouldn't need to carry quite as much charge as they currently do in Gen Two, perhaps. If Williams are specialised in making slightly smaller, more reliable batteries, like they did for Gen One, so that that interests me. Uh, Degrassi isn't happy with it. I don't think he would be happy with whatever it was because he has some pretty ambitious ideas. But um, but he. I don't know. I think uh, the race also sort of uh, there across on Peter McCool who looked at his proposed Gen 3 plans and sort of said, well, you want to do all this sort of stuff. It doesn't really add anything. <laughs> I think that's what they were saying. Like, saying the, like the Gen 2 Evo body rack, for example, they felt it was more style over substance. So it's, it's interesting. A lot of people with different views. So I want to see how, whether getting the teams to agree unanimously with the Gen 3 rules, I think that's going to be a big uphill struggle and it's going to be interesting to see how a gag and, and company and Jamie Rugal all manage that and get all those manufacturers and the small teams to agree on a uh, conclusive vision yeah for me Jack in terms of what I think we should ask a gag is, is about this fast charging thing and because that was what we've been discussing now for the last couple of episodes more power which looks like we're getting more power but or an hour race when we don't think we should go past an hour race but with this fast charging thing you know, there's the potential to go past an hour and, you know, race on for an hour and a half. So, and really and truly what we got from that report didn't really explain, you know, where Formula E wanted to go with the direction of the sport. So I think that's a big question that's um, left unanswered. Yeah, yeah, this is something that we've speculated about on the show before. Um, personally, I'd rather have quicker cars and keep it under an hour. I think... I, I, I think yeah we, yeah we don't really want it more than an hour because then then we just then we just look like a kind of like f1 copy um but um not really <laughs> uh, i think that if it stays at an hour um 
I think uh, I think that's the perfect length for Formula E. I think that um, uh, I think that we, if if we go quicker and if we can go a lot quicker, and then they and then they have a pit stop midway through the race. And the thing is, if they if if they've saved more energy, then, then they don't have to then they don't have to be stationary wireless charging for for for, for that much longer. But um, uh, but uh, but no, I think I think this is something that we uh, that I I think we're definitely going to have to put to to Alejandro. Um, but yeah, no, uh, regardless, I think Gen Three is going to be exciting. It's going to be very exciting, and the main reason why Grassi is so upset is the cost. He said, you know, this way is going to be very costly. He's worried about manufacturers leaving the sport because you know it's it's going to drive up so much cost and so much technology and he says and we're, we're planning for technology that we don't even know exists yet or is ready yet and you know so he thinks that they're going in the wrong direction he thinks that you know the car should be four-wheel drive uh build them four-wheel drive because that's not expensive at all yeah <laughs> yeah i know but the same reason it doesn't mean you have to re he says then if you do that then you don't have to completely redesign the car if the technology is completely different when we turn up in gen 3 so i get his arguments to be fair and and the cost is a is a huge i know we discuss cost a lot but you know i think that's huge yeah i guess lucas is sort of has an eye towards uh keeping the cost down but also road relevancy which is why he brings up stuff like four-wheel drive so yeah, it, it's it's interesting, and I think Lucas also said some interesting stuff about the uh, regen because you mentioned it's been up to six hundred kilowatts. I think that's per hour uh, the regen, uh, which is uh, definitely more than we have at the moment, which I think is somewhere like uh, three hundred, four hundred, if I remember correctly, but I'm probably wrong on that. But um, but yeah, I think Lucas also said that he didn't think the regen would because that would take away a lot of the energy management side of it if it's more if it's too efficient the regen. So, so yeah, I, can, I sort of understand definitely from a cost point of view, but I think the other side of it is you need to keep the manufacturers on board and you need to actually, like you keep saying, you need to be pushing that sort of technology forward. Uh, and so, yeah, there's definitely a compromise to be had. Uh, I, uh, it'd be interesting to see whether Lucas eventually gets his way or not, because he does have quite a big sway in the series at the moment, as well as being, you know, CEO of Robo Race, uh, whenever that gets going. But, um, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I can I can understand where he's coming from. I disagree on a few things, but but yeah, that's that's my view. I think Jack. Final thought on this is, you know, it's it sounds like Formula have gone too much too soon. Even when we were discussing it, right? Let's go back to when we were discussing it. We were like, okay, for Gen Three, really and truly, got one decision to make: faster cars or slightly longer races. And you do that with the battery, and you try and you know, and that's what you do for Gen Three. Whereas you know, they're trying to go faster cars, longer races. They're trying to throw everything at it. So I think that's where, you know, some teams and drivers are a bit like, nah, this is a bit too much. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that does make sense. Personally, I go fast, faster cars over longer races, but I, th- I think that's because I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a racing, I'm a racing fan at heart. So, um, uh, but yeah, no, I think if they do get everything that they want to running, it's going to be absolutely fantastic to watch. Uh, but uh, I think, uh, I, I think it would have been fine if if it had had everything this year gone to plan, and not been, well, what, what, well, whatever's happened in this uh, in in this world with everything. But um, uh, it, uh, it it would have been absolutely fine. But because of the whole pandemic that we're in right now, they should have maybe let it go from maybe focus on one thing then do the next thing and a couple years after and yeah um like a gent free evo thing concept 
Yes, maybe, potentially. that is what I do. All right, boys, we are incredibly running out of time. So thank you so much for joining me today. Really enjoyed your company. Thank you. Oh, no worries, Derek. That's a pleasure. Um, remember, just a few housekeeping links before we go. Uh, Twitch link will be streaming on Wednesday, I think, so tomorrow. So um, come along for that as we try and get Tesla back into Formula E after being relegated. Uh, Discord links as well there. Um, so make sure to hit on those. Please remember to like and subscribe. You have been watching the FEZ Show. We will see you on Thursday. Goodbye.